This episode of the OrthoBullets podcast will go over the topic of felon from the hand section on orthobullets.com. A felon is a subcutaneous abscess of the fingertip pulp. The treatment is usually IND and IV antibiotics. Felons account for 15 to 20 percent of hand infections. These most commonly occur in the thumb or index finger. As far as the pathophysiology, the mechanism of injury is usually a penetrating injury from a blood glucose needle stick or splinters. Another mechanism can be local spread from a paronychia. However, no history of injury is seen in 50% of patients and may result from bacterial contamination of the fat pad through the eccrine sweat glands. Swelling and pressure within microcompartments leads to compartment syndromes of the pulp, and with respect to progression, Inflammation and cellulitis leads to local vascular congestion, and if left untreated, tissue necrosis and abscess formation leads to increased microvascular impairment. Increasing pressure can eventually lead to compartment syndrome and subsequent ischemia. This affects the blood supply to the diaphysis more than the blood supply to the skin, causing bone necrosis and sequestration before spontaneous decompression through the skin. Organisms include Staphylococcus aureus, which is the most common organism, and gram-negative organisms, which is found in immunocompromised patients, or Echinella corridens, which is found in diabetics who bite their nails. As far as prognosis, if left untreated, felons can lead to sequestration of the diaphysis of the distal phalanx, pyogenic arthritis of the DIP joint, and or flexor tenosynovitis from proximal extension. To quickly go over some relevant anatomy, the fingertip pulp is a closed sac connective tissue framework separated by fibrous vertical septae running from periosteum of the distal phalanx to the epidermis. This provides structural support and stabilizes the pulp during pinch and grasp. It also contains eccrine sweat glands that open onto the epidermis. With respect to blood supply, digital arteries run parallel to the distal phalanx and give off a nutrient branch to the epiphysis before entering the pulp space. These patients present with symptoms of severe throbbing pain. Physical exam will show tenderness and swelling, which does not extend proximal to the DIP flexion crease unless the flexor tendon sheath or joint is involved. Radiographs are only indicated if there is a history of trauma to rule out fracture. MRI is usually not indicated. Serum labs are also not indicated for felons. As far as treatment, non-operative management in the form of oral antibiotics and observation is indicated only for early felons with no drainable abscess. More likely, felons are treated operatively with bedside incision and drainage as well as IV antibiotics, which is indicated in most cases. As far as the technique for a bedside incision and drainage, anesthesia is usually done via a digital block. As far as the approach, keep the incision distal to the DIP crease to prevent a DIP flexion crease contracture and prevent extension into the flexor sheath. A mid-lateral approach is indicated for deep felons with no foreign body and no drainage. Incision on the ulnar side is usually done for digits 2 through 4 and the radial side for the thumb and digit 5, which is the non-pressure-bearing side of the digit. The volar longitudinal approach gives the most direct access and is indicated for superficial felons, foreign body penetration, or visible drainage. Incisions to avoid include a fish mouth incision, which has a risk of unstable finger pulp or vascular compromise. Another incision to avoid is the double longitudinal or transverse incision, which has a risk of injury to the digital nerve and artery. With respect to debridement, avoid violating the flexor sheath or DIP joint to prevent spread into these spaces. 
break up the septa to decompress the infection and prevent compartment syndrome of the fingertip. Obtain a gram stain and culture while holding antibiotics until the culture is obtained. And finally, place a gauze wick. Postoperatively, instruct the patient on routine dressing changes. Complications of felons include fingertip compartment syndrome, flexor tenosynovitis, osteomyelitis, and or digital tip necrosis. Since this is a relatively short topic, let's do two quick review questions to end this episode. And the first question reads, A 55-year-old female presents with five days of left-sided long finger pain and is diagnosed with a felon. She denies a history of injury or treatment to the finger. She was seen at an urgent care and started on warm soaks, elevation, and oral first-generation cephalosporin, but the pain and swelling has persisted. What is the next best step in treatment? And the choices are 1. Inpatient observation and IV antibiotics, 2. Outpatient observation and oral colchicine, 3. Incision and drainage with the fish mouth incision and delayed primary closure, 4. Incision and drainage with the fish mouth incision and secondary closure, and 5. Incision and drainage with the midline volar incision and secondary closure. So the patient in the question stem has a felon that needs to be incised and allowed to close by secondary intention. So the correct answer to this question is 5. Incision and drainage with a midline volar incision and secondary closure. To quickly review, a felon is an infection of the digital pulp at the tip of the finger. Patients will present with swelling and erythema over the affected finger. They may report a history of penetrating trauma. However, many patients will present without a history of injury to the finger. The most common organism is Staphylococcus aureus. Treatment should consist of incision and drainage with the incision centered over the area of maximal tenderness followed by antibiotic coverage against Staph aureus. The wound should be left open to promote further drainage with soaks starting at 24 to 48 hours. Abrams et al. reviewed the treatment of various hand infections. For felons, they report once abscess formation has occurred, incision and drainage is indicated. They state that fish mouth incisions have been condemned because of resultant vascular compromise of the digital pad. They recommend a mid-volar or high-lateral incisions with the point of maximal tenderness guiding placement. They warn against proximal probing because of the risk of inoculation of the flexor sheath. They recommend empiric antibiotics and wound healing by secondary intention. And moving on to the final question, in surgically treating hand and finger infections in patients with diabetes mellitus, what factor is associated with higher amputation rates? And the choices are 1. Insulin dependence, 2. Gram-positive organisms, 3. Renal failure, 4. Retinopathy, and 5. Peripheral neuropathy. So patients with diabetes mellitus are prone to infection, and surgical treatment of their infections frequently requires multiple procedures. The triad of poor wound healing, chronic neuropathy, and vascular disease contributes to the increased infection rate. Studies have demonstrated increased amputation rates in patients with diabetes mellitus who have renal failure or deep polymicrobial or gram-negative infections. So the correct answer to this question is 3, renal failure. That's all for this review about felons. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the OrthoBullets podcast, a daily audio review session by OrthoBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for orthopedic surgery education. If you're enjoying the podcast so far, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on iTunes. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks so much, and we'll see you all tomorrow.